What's up, guys? Welcome back to a new episode of Spiritually Me. I am so excited to be with you guys once again. Today, we are going to talk about the five benefits of moving in silence. But before we get started, I would really appreciate if you guys subscribed and rated the podcast. You already know the whole deal about how much I love reading your feedback, your comments on the YouTube channel, and all that. So thank you so much. It's a really great way to show some love and support if you have been enjoying the content. Welcome to the Spiritually Me podcast that helps you connect with that beautiful and eternal being within you. Whether you're new to spirituality or a seasoned practitioner, this is the show for you. As someone who has struggled with my inner voice and felt unsure of how to live a life that aligns with my soul, I know how confusing it can be. That's why I created this podcast, to help others find the clarity, peace, and purpose that I have found in my own journey. So if you're craving guidance, support on your journey towards spiritual awakening and divine connection, Tune into this podcast for your weekly dose of inspiration. I'm Dulce Candy, your Latina sister, and this is Spiritually Me. The first point that I want to make is your life is sacred. It's no one else's business. Like as a content creator, for example, sometimes you think that you have to share every little detail so you can make a connection with a person, but that's not true. You want true, authentic connections. When you're going through something intense, something deep, something painful, or when you're going through something very exciting, something really cool that's happening in your life, you know, those moments are precious and they're sacred. And of course, sometimes you just want to share it if you are a content creator, which most of us are nowadays. You Of course, you want to share it. And I'm not saying don't share anything, keep everything completely zipped up. But there's people who are not happy for you. There's people who you've never met and they will project their own fears and insecurities and their judgments and jealousy upon you. So why even curate that energy in the first place? And not everybody deserves the right to know about your private life. You know, it's a privilege. If someone, if I divulge information, oh, for example... If um, someone that is a very private person shares something with me, I take that as a really huge compliment because that means that that person is trustworthy and they trust me, you know, and that they believe that I'm trustworthy as well. So that to me is a huge compliment. And I know that if someone tells me something very intimate, that means that I've done something right to earn that. I had to earn that trust with that person. I had to work towards having that person trust me with their personal details of their lives, you know, their fears and insecurities and all those things that I believe are only meant to be shared either with, you know, with God or with very, very close people and not like your whole entire family, only with the people that you know truly respect and honor your decision, not who are going to have something to say about it. This actually goes with my other tip. Not everybody wants to see you win. Fake friends, jealousy, bad vibes. That's what I wrote, right? Not everybody wants to see you win. You can think that you have a friend and there's a lot of frenemies, all right? We're going to keep it real. There's a lot of frenemies. 
So something that is very vital to develop is discernment. And you have to understand that not everybody wants what's best for you. You can be doing something so bomb and so incredible or even something even like a small change in your habit. And you might be with someone who downplays that, who doesn't acknowledge that, who doesn't, you know, it acts like um, it ain't nothing. That ain't nothing. I talk a lot about that because I have been able to observe, you know, I observe relationships. I observe how people are around me. Um, I don't know why. That's just what I do. Um, and probably because I'm, I spend a lot of time in my head. And I think because I spend a lot of time in my head and clearing my thoughts with meditation, my mind has been able to really open up and expand and think beyond my limitations and my thoughts and what is here in this physical reality. So I'm able to tap and tune in, which is so crazy. Um, almost like developing some sort of supernatural ability, you know, like you're able to pick up on on people's true intentions. Like you just pick it up like the vibe that the person gives off. So not everybody wants to see you win. You know, you might be doing something incredible and that person's like, mm, they have nothing to say or maybe they start telling you, but why do you want to do that? Maybe that's not something that you should do. How are you going to do that? Like whatever doubts they have, they start projecting them onto you. And if you're someone who hasn't been rooted in their own self-identity, you might lean towards believing what they say. Yeah, not everybody wants to see you win. There's a lot of fake friends, uh, especially in the industry. There's a lot of people... Um, I haven't experienced that lately because I am just very cognizant about who I keep in my life. But in the past, when I was a little bit more immature, and this was a part of my learning lesson, I did um, see that there were a lot of people who will do absolutely anything and say that they're your friends when they're really not. They just want to climb the ladder, get ahead. And honestly, I res I, I don't know if I, I, I want to say I respect that, but I understand why. Because... People are trying to make it, you know, and sometimes they'll do whatever it takes to make it. But hopefully they don't, you know, hopefully I just know that you don't have to step on anybody and you don't have to look at someone as an opportunity to get to where you want to go, you know, because then that's going to happen to you, too. Oh, well, the next point that I have here, um, I wrote down, protect your dreams. Other people don't see the vision that God placed in your heart. And sometimes when your intuition is telling you to do something and it's not logical, the people around you may try to make you change your mind because in their mind, they don't see the possibilities. Other people are not going to see the vision that God placed in your life. Secondly, they don't have to see the vision. But sometimes you might think that you want people to see the vision. You might, you want people to understand your journey, to understand what you're doing, what you're going through. But it's almost impossible for other people to understand the vision and the mission that God placed in your heart that is only meant for you. Only you. Only you can fulfill that role. And so even your best friend might not even be able to see that vision because God didn't put it in her heart. And there's so many other complexities that go into that vision that God puts into your heart. You might be explaining it to someone as, um, you know, I've been wanting to change my life and start doing this for the planet and, you know, start making all these changes in my life because I feel like God put this in my heart to do. And maybe your friend, your best friend who really cares and loves you, maybe she's just not able to see that for you. But a best friend is also not going to downplay it and doubt you. A good friend even if she doesn't understand it, will support you regardless. They will never say anything for you to feel like this is the wrong path that you're in, okay? And that's a big part. That's a really big part of why you have to 
not you have to I, I hate saying that because I don't ever want to tell anybody what to do but um this is why you don't openly talk about everything that's going on in your life I made that mistake just recently I made that mistake and honestly throughout the whole last year on YouTube um because I get so many downloads from God like I, I, there's so many cool moments that I experience God. Uh, one of the moments that I want to share with you guys, because it's just phenomenal moment that happened to me. I was going on a walk and I was talking to God and I was telling God that I just want to hear God because like you, I am someone who is mission driven and purpose driven. I know that I have a purpose on earth that is bigger than anything in this dimension. I know it. I feel it in my heart. That's why a lot of things feel very disconnected for me because I just know that there's something bigger for me to do with my life. So I'm always like working on figuring out what that is. And so I was talking to God because I really do want to live out and I intend, you know, I have been putting this intention to live out moment by moment God's mission, God's mission for me, for my life, for whatever life he wants me to have I'm always trying to tune in and hear God and this is why meditation is important because it allows you to hear it allows you to hear the message right that's what I believe in not everybody believes that but that's what I believe in and that's what I've experienced um, as a meditation teacher and so I had this beautiful moment I was walking I was talking to God in my head I was like I just want to listen to you I just want to listen to you I started my walk listening to podcasts but I was just like "Mm," I just felt like it was too much too much noise for that moment you know I love to listen to a podcast but in that moment I just felt like it's too much noise nothing is resonating with me there's this beautiful song by this artist his name is Dean Evanson he makes the most beautiful beautiful God-given music it's just stunning right So this album is called Ocean Dreams and it inspired my spiritual awakening. It inspired Sweet Soul. It it has been inspiring me. You have no idea. So I just clicked on the album randomly because I'm just like, I just want to listen to the whole album. So just shuffle on Spotify. And as I was walking and asking God, I just want to hear you because I want to hear you. I want to hear what you have to, what you're telling me, God. And as I said, I just want to hear you. I just want to hear you. I looked down at my Apple Watch and the song called Will You Hear Me was playing. I didn't know the name of the song. I just listened to the album. I looked down and the crazy thing is like I'm asking God in that moment, I just want to hear you. I just want to hear you. And then I just randomly look at my Apple Watch and it says, will you hear me? Whoa, that was one of those moments where I'm like freaking out and I'm just like, oh my God, God is real. God is real. (laughs) You know, and God also has a sense of humor. He has a sense of humor. Okay. God is like my friend. He, I feel like God is like, like a friend. That's what I feel because he has a sense of humor. The other day I was reading a book and I read a line in the book and it just kind of like blew my mind so much so that I went like that to the book. I put my nose in the book. I was like, this is so good. And then I pulled my head back to continue reading And then it says, this wouldn't resonate with you if you wouldn't have your nose in this book if this didn't resonate with you. I literally had my nose in the book. And then I'm just like, God, you have a sense of humor. Okay, like you're funny. You're funny, God. So yeah, I've had a lot of really beautiful moments that you can't explain what's happening. What do you do when no one is watching is what I wrote. No one is seeing what you're doing. And that 
is when the medals are won. Maybe you accomplish something so big and you see the accomplishment here, you see the peak of the mountain, but in reality, it's in the darkness. It's when you were alone, it's when you were in solitude, it's when you were focused that got you there. In your time of solitude, the time of darkness, this is where you are being created anew. You were created in the dark. You were made in the dark and onto darkness you'll return. That's why we should not fear our moments in the darkness. This is when the new version of us is being created. That's really powerful, you know? Don't be afraid of the darkness. Moving in silence is very important, you know, whatever you're doing in the dark. And I really like what I wrote here about, I forgot where, I, where I've heard this, but the fact that we were created in, in the darkness, right? When you think about your children, if you're a mother, your children were created in a dark womb, your beautiful children that you love so much, they were created in darkness. And if you really think about it, every single time that you have been to the darkness, because it's going to be a journey of up and down. Life is not going to get easier. We're only going to get stronger and we're only going to develop the skills so we know how to better tackle life. But it's not that life is necessarily going to get easier or that it's not going to be fair, right? And so, and so yeah, I love thinking about that. I love thinking about how I was created, how you and I were created in a dark womb. And so whenever there's darkness around us, we see a cloud, we see no end. It's just nothing but darkness. And we're maybe sad or depressed or lost or uninspired or just feeling down and out. That's where you're being created into your next version. To me, when I started my spiritual journey, guys, and in 2021, I think that was the year that I really went solitude level. <laughs> um, that year, there were so many moments of extreme vulnerability that I experienced that I had never experienced before. And sometimes, um, and that was a reality of life. And sometimes you don't want to, I don't want to feel life that much because life, feeling life at that level it can be overwhelming, especially when it's something new to you, right? And so I had a lot of those moments where I was in the dark a lot. And it's not like it was a bad place. I really enjoyed the growth. I was doing a lot of journaling, cacao ceremony, meditating, praying, um, just yoga. I was working out every day. I was eating healthier. I was learning. I invested a lot in, that's when I became a meditation teacher. I invested in other courses. I was just like, I am just going to grow right now. This is my season of growing with pain, growing through pain, growing through pain. Um, and so, yeah, it gives you the competitive edge, right? It gives you a competitive edge. Think about it. Think about it. Everything that you're doing when no one's watching, all the classes that you're taking, all of the meal planning that you're doing, waking up early, reading books, dropping bad habits, not watching television, not um, hanging out with people who deplete you or doing things that deplete you. We are also nature ourselves and we carry those same cycles within us, especially women, how connected we are to the moon cycle and to the rhythms of the moon and our period, our menstrual cycle. Right. So when we start to think about, oh, OK, so I'm experiencing maybe the winter season of my life and there's a lot of darkness, but spring will come and you will bloom. Spring will come and you, too, will bloom, ladies. You, too. You just it's inevitable. It's inevitable, especially if you're showing up every single day and you're putting in the work to work on yourself, to better yourself in ways that you see you want to progress and you visualize 
who the highest version of you is and you start showing up as her in this moment and doing the things that she would do and not engaging in the things that you don't want to engage anymore. I guess the last one that I wrote here is uh, you learn to not seek validation from others. Other people do not need to approve of your goals or your dreams or to validate that you're on the right path. And like I mentioned before, only God understands the gift that he put into your heart and the life path that you're going to carry out. Even the most well-intended people who um, know you might think that they know better than you, but they don't, okay? This is a really big lesson. This is why I don't offer advice to people. Like if if one of my sisters comes to me and she's telling me like that her life might not be going the way that she planned for it to go, uh, if that was the case, I wouldn't sit there and be like, well, how about you start, why don't you start doing this and you can start doing this and you can start, I used to do that all the time. But the truth of the matter is that I don't know why she's going through those things that she's going through if that were the case, if it was a friend or whatever. Like, I just cannot under, I, I don't know God's vision for anyone's life. Um, if they ask me for advice, then I would give them advice if they want to, you know, make a change and I have the knowledge to help people. Um, then I would give advice, but I'm not someone who, as soon as you tell me that something's not going good in your life, or maybe you're complaining about something, I'm not the person that's going to tell you what to do because only you know, only you know what to do. Only you know what to do. Only you know your vision. You know, I had that happen with me too when I was making some changes in my career and the people that um, do care about me were saying, well, maybe you shouldn't do this because then this is going to happen. But I'm like in my head, but God told me to do this. God is telling me to do all of these things. Like God is telling me, you know, like it does, it's not logical. It doesn't make sense, but God is telling me that I need to make these changes and they happen to be the best thing that I ever did in my life, even though they did not make sense and they were very risky, you know? This is your one and only life in this exact human form. Yes, it's so true. This is your one and only life in this exact human form. It takes a lot of effort, a lot of thinking, and a lot of time to really curate the life that is meant for you, specifically how you want to live it out, especially if you want to make a big life change. Like there's no room to be BSing or consuming things that are not going to help you further your life. Like there's really no, if you're really serious about it, there's no room for that. Because any moment that you engage in anything low vibrational, the gossip, the fights, the drama, the whatever, holding resentments and judging people, anytime you're engaging in that, you're disengaging from your dream and your future. And you're creating more of that ugly judgmental energy instead of speaking all of the beautiful things that you actually want to experience right now and start planting the seeds for you to experience the life, the abundance, the peace, the harmony, the purpose that you actually want to experience in your life. My solution for me and how as someone who has been in a public forum for 15 years, the solution for me has been more about teaching. Really embracing the role of a teacher to me has been something that has changed my life because I now focus on helping and teaching and sharing what I have learned instead of turning on the camera and talking about all of my feelings without processing what I'm feeling, you know? And that has also allowed me as a content creator to be so excited about this new era of my life as a content creator, you know? Because for a while, I really did not enjoy it because I, I didn't know the balance. I didn't have my Sweet Soul podcast to, uh, podcast to talk about the things that I really enjoyed. And so for me, and I wrote it down right here, my solution to this is to teach versus to share every little detail about my life, which honestly, it's not going to help you at all. 
Let's close it off with a quote by the great Sufi poet Rumi. He said, Only let the moving waters calm down, and the sun and the moon will be reflected on the surface of your being. Meaning that silence is the greatest teacher. Reaching that silence within ourselves. And Deepak Chopra says, To learn its lessons of silence, you must learn to pay attention to it. There is no substitute for the creative inspiration, knowledge, and stability that come from knowing how to contact your core of inner silence. End quote. So that's it for today's podcast episode, ladies. I hope you enjoyed it. I had a blast chatting with you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in and allowing me to be in your ear or in your space wherever you're listening or watching this on YouTube. Um, I just want to say thank you so much. I appreciate each and every single one of you guys. Until next time, have a blessed and beautiful day, and I can't wait to see you in our next episode.